Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Kate Ryan. D.C. delays its COVID vaccination requirement for public school students. I'm Dick Iuliano. A report says reducing lanes on Seminary Road in Alexandria may be working. I'm Luke Luker. Some patchy fog early out west then, sunny but increasing clouds and highs in the low 70s. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A disturbing new sign of tensions between North and South Korea and the U.S. South Korean and Japanese officials say Pyongyang fired nearly two dozen missiles into the sea overnight, and one is raising a bright red flag. Reporter Alex Jensen is in Seoul. South Korea's military said it fired three air-to-surface missiles into high seas north of a disputed maritime border between the Koreas, and this was soon after one of North Korea's ballistic missiles flew south of that border for the first time since the Koreas divided, a move that South Korean President Yoon Song-yeol described as effectively a violation of our territory. Kim Jong-un has been threatening to retaliate against ongoing South Korean U.S. military drills. We've just gotten word CVS has agreed to pay about $5 billion in a landmark settlement in the opioid epidemic. It resolves all remaining lawsuits brought by states and cities over the way CVS handled prescriptions for powerful painkillers linked to the opioid crisis. More parents, wives, children and siblings will address Nicholas Cruz in a courtroom in Florida before he is formally sentenced to life in prison today in the Parkland school shooting. Yesterday, Stoneman Douglas High teacher Stacy LaPel looked Cruz directly in the eye and spoke. I have no forgiveness in my heart for you. You are a monster with no remorse, and every breath you take is a breath wasted. The man accused of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer has pleaded not guilty, and CBS News has confirmed U.S. Capitol Police captured the break-in at the Pelosi's home, but didn't notice until later. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti has more from San Francisco. The U.S. Capitol Police Chief calling for additional layers of physical security Security for members of Congress as they continue to monitor thousands of potential threats. Many of those spawned by conspiracy theories and misinformation. Former President Trump questioned whether there was even a break-in at the Pelosi home. In Chicago, United pilots have turned down pay raises of nearly 15 percent days after approving a symbolic strike authorization. The Phillies sitting pretty in the World Series. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Hoskins. Swung on, hit in the air, deep to left field. It is gone! The call on the Phillies radio network as the Phillies slammed five homers in last night's 7-0 win over Houston. Philly now leads the series two games to one. Astros manager Dusty Baker. Sometimes they just, they just hit you. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, who knows? They might have been sitting on all speed pitches because that's what they hit out of the ballpark. Game four is tonight in Philly. S&P futures down two. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 7.03 Wednesday morning, the 2nd of November. Some patchy fog to the west, but sunny to start, then increasing clouds, highs in the low 70s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour. Well, it all started at 1030 last night, and it is still going on right this very moment. Hundreds of people have been speaking at a marathon public hearing in Prince William County 
as the county's board of supervisors considers whether to build a huge data center complex in the Gainesville area. The rural areas of Prince William County brought my family here. Those against the idea say they're worried about the landscape, expressing concerns about noise levels and water quality. The history and cultural resources must be protected. But there are plenty of people in support. There is no educated reason to think the data centers contaminate groundwater. They are not oil and gas. Supporters say it's going to boost the local economy and could generate $400 million in annual tax revenue. The plan is to convert 2,100 acres of rural land into a massive data center complex. Nick Alinelli, WTOP News. For several months, the Montgomery County Council has been negotiating a resolution on anti-Semitism. Tensions rose last night over how to define it. There is a great deal of emotion in this room right now. We see it and we feel it. Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz used his gavel more than once to call for order during a vote on a resolution designed to fight rising anti-Semitism. All right, um, thank you so much. At the root of the controversy, concerns by a coalition of groups, including Maryland's Council on American-Islamic Relations, over whether criticism of Israel would be deemed anti-Semitic. Criticism of the Israeli government policies or actions do not constitute anti-Semitism. Critics of the resolution said while the change in language was an improvement, there should have been public hearings and more community dialogue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. D.C. public school students are no longer facing a January deadline to be vaccinated against COVID-19. The D.C. Council has voted to delay enforcement of vaccine mandates from January to the start of the 2023 school year. At-large council member Christina Henderson told the council it's in the best interest to delay the plan. Students can still get their COVID-19 vaccinations in the meantime, and we would certainly encourage them to do so, but they will not be excluded from school over that. D.C. public school leaders expressed concern the no-shots, no-school policy could lead to a number of students who would not be allowed to attend classes. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A new online survey finds many federal workers would rather work full-time from home. The survey of about 1,100 people conducted by Federal News Network found close to two-thirds of respondents were satisfied with their current work situation, but the requirement of working in the office at least once a week was a pain point for some. Hybrid work is a growing trend in the federal workforce, and some agencies, like the Social Security Administration, are struggling with workforce retention, in part because of a lack of telework options. Well, there are now fewer crashes on a busy road in Alexandria. There's a new report that shows reducing the number of lanes made a big difference. The report on the seminary road diet shows that there was a 41% reduction in crashes along the one-mile stretch between North Howard and Quaker Lane. They also found zero crashes in which people were killed or seriously injured since the completion, and speeding and traffic volumes decreased except for eastbound during the morning rush hour. The city of Alexandria changed the road in 2019 from a four-lane highway to one lane of travel each way, a turn lane, and bike lanes. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Annapolis documents the history of the slave trade in that region. It's 7.07. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Jason Schick, the general manager for U.S. public sector at Confluent, highlights a civilian agency use case to show the impact of data in motion. One of my favorite use cases right now is a civilian agency. They're working to modernize their claims processing, and that requires a whole lot of steps, both internally and um, checking on data from other 
government agencies to determine eligibility of the applicant. And so by modernizing and, and sharing that data in near real-time way, they're able to offer a much better experience to the applicant and they're able to act a lot faster. So when there are fraudulent applications, they can take action. They can identify it and take action a lot faster. Let Confluent, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. It's 7.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th now. Let's check things out with Jack now on the traffic center. Still very slow in Maryland as you ride inbound on Route 4, the Stephanie Roper Highway. As you approach Marlboro Pike, that's where it sounds like we may have just the uh, single lane getting by. Possibly on a shoulder, just unclear left or right side is going to be getting by. Slowing, though, beyond it eases out of Upper Marlboro all the way to the Beltway. You're fine. Inner loop delay now right at Branch Avenue down toward the Wilson Bridge. Top side outer loop slows from 95 toward Georgia Avenue. The wreck at Colesville Road sits safely on the right shoulder. Queens Chapel Road near Hamilton Street. We'd have a report of a pedestrian crash on the westbound lanes of Queens Chapel Road. 270 South slowed in Urbana down to 109. Germantown toward Montgomery Village Avenue. Then we're heavier as you ride into Rockville. May have some slowing again as you leave the spur getting on to the outer loop. Watch in Virginia running 66 eastbound out near 28 Centerville. Got a work zone still in place taking that far left lane. Thence delays Fairfax County Park we had toward 50. 95, some off and on delays. Northbound into Stafford. Dale City headed off and on into Newington. 395 had been heavy riding up toward King Street, then to cross the 14th Street Bridge. We'd had some slowdowns as you ride on Route 3. Headed west toward Fredericksburg out of Stafford before Forest Lane, an overnight investigation. Deadly crash. You're going to find eastbound lanes sharing traffic one direction at a time, basically a two-way operation under direction there with police on scene. Slowing in the district again this morning from Maryland toward D.C. Could be short-timing lights once again. Inbound, Suitland Parkway riding up toward Stanton Road. Delays Maryland into the district onto D.C. 295. Your slowing extends down toward East Capitol Street. Inbound East Capitol Street before Southern Avenue. That's where we had reports of a wreck. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Chad Merrill has the forecast for us. A couple of patches of fog west of Washington this morning. Otherwise, increasing clouds, but very warm. High temperatures today in the lower 70s. We're back into the low 50s overnight with some patchy fog west of Washington. Beautiful on Thursday, mostly sunny, the high near 70. Your weekend is looking fine for outdoor activities, fall foliage, leaf peaking. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 70s. Next chance of rain not until late Sunday with the front approaching. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. And right now, 56 at Fort Belvoir. And Silver Spring is at 57 degrees here in Friendship Heights. We're looking at 55, and it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7-Eleven now, and there is now a plaque marking an important piece of African-American history in Annapolis. The oldest black Methodist church in Annapolis was packed yesterday as county leaders unveiled the design and wording of it honoring enslaved Africans who arrived at the city dock. I wrote those words. Janice Hayes-Williams also led the ceremonies here inside Asbury Methodist Church on West Street as the plaque marking the port marker that'll go up at City Dock was unveiled. It tells the story of my 
ancestors coming to Annapolis. And so making it part of the United Nations, places of remembrance is very important. The port marker is part of the United Nations project documenting the history of the slave trade with markers at all the ports where slaves were brought in. County Executive Stuart Pittman says it's important Annapolis doesn't forget its role. When people visit Annapolis and go to City Dock, they have an opportunity to read that and to, to feel that. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. In June, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which had legalized abortion. Arena Stage is responding to that decision with the production of, a, of My Body, No Choice. When Roe v. Wade was splashed by the Supreme Court, I thought, what can I do? And I suddenly realized, of course, a theater piece. Artistic director Molly Smith presents eight monologues about body autonomy. They pack a punch. The stories are very funny, biting, powerful, amusing, wild, open-ended. The goal is to tell complex stories in the run-up to the midterm elections. All of these stories are complicated. There's one where a woman does not agree with abortion. There are other where they agree with the choice over their own body. So it's as human and as messy as we are. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. In a unanimous ruling, Pennsylvania's high court says officials are not allowed to count votes from mail-in or absentee ballots that don't have accurate handwritten dates on their return envelopes. The court is directing county boards of election to segregate and preserve those ballots. Pennsylvania counties have reported receiving more than 850,000 completed mail-in ballots. About 70% of requests have come from Democrats and about 20% from Republicans. Still to come, new information about the break-in and attack at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's California home, 713. Chris Jenkins is the police chief of Culpeper, Virginia. He's been a police officer for 45 years. I've spent a lifetime protecting this community. That's my only agenda. That's why, even though I'm a Republican, I support Abigail Spanberger. Abigail is a former law enforcement officer who always supports the police. She voted to increase funding to police departments because she knows it increases public safety. Abigail puts country and community over party. Spanberger's opponent, Yesley Vega, was recently caught on tape saying she doubts rape leads to pregnancy. I thought I had seen everything until that. I was shocked. As a former police officer, Vega should know better. And her bashing the FBI and defending those who attacked the Capitol is dangerous. I trust Abigail Spanberger to do what's right. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home, until it's your money. Cap Center offers a 1% listing fee. That's an average savings of over $5,000. As a web manager, numbers are important to me, but so is service. My agent made the process a breeze. The savings that Cap Center provides was just a bonus. Keep the process simple and save money with a 1% listing fee. Cap Center. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit CapCenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. No one knows where this market will go. Right now, it feels like a wild ride. But one thing's for certain, there's a way through it. And the experience and guidance of a Merrill advisor can help you get there. Because where there's a bull, there's a way. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith Incorporated, registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor, member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 7-15, we're on the road with Dave Johnson. All right, here in Philadelphia, met a six-year-old boy. He's so excited going to the World Series. Thought, oh, 8 o'clock start, he won't make it until the sixth inning. Didn't have to. Phillies 7 nothing went over the Astros. A World Series record time. Five home runs lead the series two games to one. Game tonight at 8. The Wizards play the Sixers here at 6. Garden Hathaway thought he had the game winner. Oh, it was after time expired. Capitals end up losing to Vegas Gold Knights 3-2 in overtime. All right, this is a cool competition. Today, Georgetown McDonough School of Business. Young entrepreneurs pitching their ideas to a panel of judges for big money to get started. Monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis has been doing his bark tank for about a decade. The best one, I think, was this young woman who's who almost died. And she created a device that helps her to breathe and gauges her oxygen levels. And um, she's raised a lot of money now, and Olympic athletes are using it. And one of the great ideas in this year's competition, my story at WTLP.com. Next half hour is now the time to be an entrepreneur. All right, Champions League, French team Marseille, and their loss to Spurs, trouble on defense on CBS, Ray Hudson. Olympic Marseille, stretched out like spandex on Miami Beach here. <laughs> stretched out like spandex on Miami Beach. From Philadelphia, no spandex here. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. Top stories we're following on WTOP. A marathon public hearing over a proposed data center in Prince William County is still going on this morning. It started at 1030 last night. More than 200 people signed up to speak their mind before the Board of Supervisors over a plan to build the data center on more than 2,000 acres of land. New information this morning about the break-in at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home in California. CBS News is reporting the break-in was captured by security cameras, but Capitol Police didn't learn of the incident until the Capitol Police Command Center saw a San Francisco police cruiser in the couple's driveway and alerted superiors. New tensions overseas as North Korea fired about a dozen missiles towards South Korea on at least one landed near the South Sea border. South Korea quickly responded by performing its own missile test at the same border area. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with American officials suggesting Iran could be preparing for an imminent attack on the kingdom. The heightened concerns about a potential attack on Saudi Arabia come as the Biden administration is criticizing Tehran for its crackdown on widespread protests and condemning it for sending hundreds of drones along with technical support to Russia for use in its war in Ukraine. It's now 718. Traffic and weather on the eights here. Jack Taylor in the traffic center. Still our delays in Virginia 66, Manassas East riding into Centerville. We earlier had cones near 28 Centerville blocking that left lane. Beyond it, slowing Fairfax County Parkway out toward 50. Watch out in Oaksville on Bristow Road up near Kaiser Road. That's a reported crash. Down at Woodbridge, Old Bridge Road near Smoketown Road also reports of a crash. Now on 95 going northbound. We'd had some slowing Dale City through Woodbridge, but it remains heavy now through Newington as you ride north towards Springfield. Callers described possibly a medical emergency after the Fairfax County Parkway along the right side of the roadway. 395 is a little slower now as you ride through Landmark and then again heavy traffic up near the 14th Street Bridge. We've got brake lights on the inner loop around Braddock right up toward 236. Slow in Maryland trying to move into Upper Marlboro. The wreck northbound on Route 4 is before Marlboro Pike. You'll find the inner loop delay St. Barnabas Road down toward the Wilson Bridge. Topside's jammed from 95 over toward Georgia Avenue. As you head down the hill, 
That's where your pace begins to improve. There is a wreck at Colesville Road, but that's safely over on the shoulder. Now, we'd had very slow traffic going into the district from Maryland. Inbound Suitland Parkway up near Stan Road. Now, word of a broken-down vehicle taking that far right lane. Yesterday, it was jammed with short-timing signals, so at least this, when it clears, hopefully will ease a delay. DC 295 remains slow, headed down toward East Capitol Street. Also, a little delay going in on the 11th Street Bridge. I-295 northbound had been heavier, leaving Oxen Cove headed past Laboratory Road, but again, should find lanes open. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And the forecast now, Chad Merrill, what kind of day we have coming here for us? Not a bad day at all. Temperatures today will reach into the low 70s. We'll have clear skies tonight. Temperatures down in the low 50s. Mostly sunny early Thursday. I think some clouds will filter in later in the day, but high pressure off the coast means our temperatures stay well above average. Highs near 70 on Thursday, and then we climb up into the upper 70s over the weekend. It will be a great weekend to see the fall colors across the region, which should linger a little bit longer because we don't have any heavy rain or gusty winds in our forecast. As a matter of fact, a front comes through Sunday with maybe a few sprinkles later in the day, and behind that, we still have very mild weather next week, so enjoy this weather while it lasts. 45 in Martinsburg. We have warmer temperature 48 at Ellis International, 57 at BWI Marshall and Reagan National Airport. And uh, currently we have 55 outside our studios here in Friendship Heights. It's brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same day service seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP. Shelves are empty and the needs are really great. The D.C. Diaper Bank needs help. I'm Shana Stulen. It's 721. Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever chills or other signs of infection liver or kidney problems are or plan to become pregnant or are breastfeeding common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts infections tiredness nausea sore mouth abnormalities in liver blood tests diarrhea hair thinning or loss vomiting rash and loss of appetite Hey, it's Jack Taylor for Diamonds Direct, and this is it. The biggest sale of the year, the one where they break all the rules. Save an extra 20% across the board, November 11th through the 13th. It's Diamonds Direct's biggest and final store-wide sale of the year. It's a three-day, multi-million dollar pre-holiday event. Make sure you mark it on your calendar, November 11th, 12th, and 13th. This is an incredible three-day sale. You get instant savings, 20% off virtually everything. An extra 20% savings on their multi-million dollar inventory of precious jewelry that includes earrings, eternity bands, wedding bands, and thousands of engagement ring mountings and more. Diamonds Direct's top jewelry designers are flying in with their entire collections on sale. Picture the biggest jewelry trunk show you can imagine times 10. Lowest prices all year. Some really exceptional values that go even beyond Diamonds Direct's everyday unbeatable prices. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Again, November 11th through the 13th at Diamonds Direct. 
This is WTOP News. 723. Now, with energy costs soaring, the Biden administration is expected to announce today it's providing $13 billion to help low and moderate income Americans pay their electric bills. The money also providing other incentives as well to make homes more energy efficient. Vice President Kamala Harris plans to announce that new initiative while visiting a sheet metal workers training facility and union hall in Boston today. The announcement reflects the administration's efforts to lower energy costs amid extreme temperature shifts from climate change. Rising costs have made it harder for a lot of us, but it's especially pressing for food banks. One in our area is pleading for help. Our shelves are empty and the needs are really great. That's not a place that we've been in the past. We kind of need to raise the alarm. Corinne Cannon, executive director of the Greater D.C. Diaper Bank, they're launching a drive, not for diapers, but for baby food. She says rising costs mean the need is greater for the 42,000 families they serve in the D.C. region. But it also means many families who usually donate can't afford to right now. So we're getting it from both sides. If you are in a position to give, you can go on their Amazon wish list or drop off jars, pouches, and toddler snacks directly at their Silver Spring warehouse. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Zoo Lights, the National Zoo's holiday tradition, returns later this month with some changes. Admission will still be free, but visitors need a special entry pass separate from a daily zoo pass. Those separate passes could be made available soon. Now, visitors who drive to that event will be charged a flat rate parking fee of $30. The event features live music, winter treats, holiday shopping opportunities, and a whole lot of glowing LED lights. Zoo Lights begins November 25th. It'll continue on various dates through the end of December. Monday news at 25 and 55. The Federal Reserve is expected to raise interest rates by three quarters of a percentage point today, then signal that it could reduce the size of its rate hikes starting as soon as December. The stock market has already rallied on that expectation, but strategists also say the market's reaction could be extreme if the Fed disappoints. The interest rate on the Treasury Department's popular I-bonds is going down. Jeff Claybaugh says it's still pretty good. Americans bought more than $3 billion worth of inflation-linked I-bonds last week ahead of the October 28th deadline that met the end of the 9.62% return. The rate for November to April will now be 6.89%. The limit is $10,000 a year, an extra 5000 if you use your tax refund. I-bonds must be held for at least a year. Cashing them in before five years means forfeiting interest from the previous three months. Money News sponsored by Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's refreshing summer smoothies and savory poolside quesadillas are making a splash all summer long. Dive in and get yours at Tropical Smoothie Cafe, official smoothie of the Washington Nationals. Coming up after traffic and weather, the fight over a proposed data center. Hundreds of speakers at a marathon public hearing in Prince William County. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 726. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. In winter, we get more service calls for roof leaks than any other time. It makes sense. Winter's really tough on roofs. It beats them up. That's why most homeowners replace their roof in the spring. But they say, I should have done it before winter. People just don't know. Well, you do now, and I'm making the choice really easy. Replace your roof now instead of in spring, and I'll save you 50% on materials and 50% on labor. Plus, you don't have to pay anything.